Two Blokes Talking Tech is supported by Dropbox, trusted by 8 million Australians to keep their files safe, synced and easy to share with anyone. Try Dropbox for business for free for 30 days at dropbox.com slash business. Hosting for Two Blokes Talking Tech. Proudly provided by Web Central. Now, it's time for Two Blokes Talking Tech. There is a lot going on in technology, as always. About technology. It's fantastic to get these speeds on a mobile phone, isn't it? The speeds on this thing are amazing. Two blokes talking tech. Very nice, snappy performance. It's a good phone. Yeah, there's a few pros and cons with this. With Trevor Long from yourtechlife.com. Now, my advice to people who like this kind of service is... And Stephen Fennick from techguide.com.au. I really like this new service. Gives you that flexibility to hear your music anywhere. Two blokes talking tech. Stephen and Trevor always providing the best advice. Lots to talk about on Two Blokes Talking Tech. This is Two Blokes Talking Tech. And thanks for downloading. Thanks for listening. Uh, my name's Trevor Long, and I'm joined side by side here for the second week in a row, Stephen, um, by Stephen Fennick from TechGuide.com.au. G'day, mate. G'day, Trevor. Uh, great to be with you today. We're uh, we're rubbing shoulders with some pretty important people here today at the Australian Academy of Te- Cinema and Television Arts Awards. Yeah, the Aussie Oscars. The Aussie Oscars. That's an easy way to describe. It. We're at the Star Casino. We're all we're, we're pretty dressed up. I don't we'll think have, I've ever seen you dressed up. <laughs> well, I've seen me dressed up. You see me dressed up, just not dressed up like this. But uh, we're going to take a photo. We'll share it on on uh, on Tech Guide to, to show you what the blokes how the blokes have scrubbed up for tonight. Yeah. Well, listen, let's be clear. You scrubbed up better because I've only got one hand. So yeah, tying a tie with yeah. one hand. We'll get to that in a minute. Um, but yes, we are here. This is episode two hundred and thirty six. Thanks to the good people at Netgear. Let's get cracking with the latest in tech news on Two Blokes Talking Tech. Two Blokes Talking Tech. You're listening to Two Blokes Talking Tech with Trevor Long and Stephen Fennick. Well, Stephen, we are here at uh, the event centre at Star City, and it is just weeks before Christmas, and there is so much to talk about. Days to go, mate. Um, so much to talk about when it comes to Christmas, and I think I can't avoid the conversation that needs to be had around why last week I, I hinted subtly in the podcast that I needed to go to a hospital, uh, and this week. Um, let me let me bring it out this way. The most popular Christmas gift I keep getting asked about are self-balancing scooters, or otherwise known as hoverboards. These um, these are two-wheeled contraptions that are basically segways without the handles. They're awesome. Um, you've tested some. We talked about them some time ago. That was the the, the Zoom R, yeah, Zoom-R. The th- from Three Volve. The- um, I, gra- I grabbed a, a hold of the uh, the Skywalker about a week and a half ago, working on a story for a current affair. And the backstory is very simple. There's there's two types of these things. There's cheap ass ones and there's good quality ones. Yeah. Cheap ass ones will explode or yeah. burn and yeah. could burn your house down. They're the ones that you buy on eBay for like 200 bucks and then they don't have the proper charger and you could burn your place down. That's right. So there, And there has been literally stories in the UK of, of the things um, uh, burning. Um, so we're going to do a story about that. We've added to that a little bit of an extra story about the safety hazard of them because I was willing around on mine in the house, hit a bit of Lego, went ass up. And um, basically, have broken my arm. Hoverboard one, Trevor Long nil. <laughs> yeah. So, so I remember in the in the podcast last week, you were hinting that you were in some sort of pain. Yeah. Just for everyone else out there, for all our listeners, Trevor's got a very low pain threshold. I've got to say, and he was whinging the whole time. Oh, yeah. my arm! And he was moaning in between between segments. But he did break his arm, <laughs> yeah. so he did have a broken bone. At my at my suggestion, he yes, did actually go to yes, the hospital. That is correct. So there you go. No, I I put a photo on Facebook of just you know strapped up in bandages of people going ha 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 ha, and then the next day I put up a photo of the X-ray, which was clearly a shattered bone. And people are like, oh, I kind of feel bad now. But anyway, so I actually had surgery on Monday. I've had a week off work because I can't write, I can't type, I can barely do anything. And but it is um, your left hand, to be clear, isn't it? It is my left and hand. You are and right-handed. I'm right-handed. That is correct. So, That's good. so you can still write. I can still you know handwrite. I can still type. <laughs> 
pipe with one hand. It's it's not perfect, you but still um, poorly. Like tying this tie tonight well, was was a challenge. So that, I, I actually broke my wrist about six seven weeks ago, and it wasn't on a hoverboard. I was running. It was a very boring story. Ran and fell down, and I had a cast for six weeks. Stephen's filthy that I don't have a cast. That you haven't got a cast on. That you deserve to have a cast on. And <laughs> I, was, I didn't have. A, I had I a cast on for. Worried five about weeks. having a cast at CES, to be honest. Oh, so anyway, so hoverboard. So let let now putting my silly silly story. And it is funny, but it is also a, a very good warning, honestly, to people yeah. that they are dangerous. These things go twenty k's an hour. You I was going zero. Wear a helmet. Wear a helmet, wear arm pads. If you're getting one for your kids, they should be padded up before they go out because Absolutely. falling off will hurt um, and it could, could cost you a lot of money. It certainly cost me a lot well, of money. A Most expensive review I've ever done. <laughs> well, good rule of thumb is, I think, treat it like a bike or a skateboard if you are outside with it or yep. you take precautions, put a helmet on, your knee pads, arm pads, whatever you need to do, uh, and just be careful, just be safe. I, I'm not convinced... Put, pack the Lego away before you yeah, do it. pack the Lego away before you drive around. Um, I'm not convinced they are a great gift because I just think that they'll, they'll wane really mate. quickly. I think it's, it's a fad. It, it, it has a potential to be. I think well, people who are thinking, oh, this is, this is a great commuter device, right? When you arrive where you're getting... This thing weighs nearly 11 kilos. It's not like you're going to just wear it all day. Yeah. It's very heavy product. Yeah. So re- think about how you can use it. And, and depending on who you talk to, it is legal to ride it in some areas. It's illegal to ride it on, on, on footpaths, although they say it's legal on footpaths, but you've got to give way to pedestrians. So I don't know. It's, uh, it's a fun thing to ride in the park, I'd say. And, and look, for the, look for the brands. We've talked about Skywalker, yeah. Zuma. Zuma yeah, um, Kaiser miles, Bass has yeah. one at, uh, at Harvey Norman. Yeah. They've got to have that Australian certification. Otherwise, you are you are it's a safety risk it the, the cheap to buy one of those that we're talking about if you go you go on eBay look you'll save money but you you chances are you can end up, end up with a, a lemon it, it's it'll probably break down up a couple months probably it may even burn as we as we discussed earlier so mm. worth spending the extra money to get the ones that are certified for Australia so speaking of eBay um, that was kind of a big news story of the week given Christmas shopping is what we're talking about here um, they say that uh, one of the days this week, and you'll remind me what day it was, was their Monday. biggest their biggest selling day of the year. And I guess that's because people are going, right, I've got to get it here in time for Christmas. I've got to get the gift. I've got to know it's here. I've got to wrap it and do all those things. So, you know, eBay's just had its peak. That's a pretty big deal for Christmas shopping time. Well, it, is, it was called Cyber Monday, which is usually the, the, the busiest day that eBay had last year was actually a Sunday. That's and for right, some I remember reason, that. yeah, for some reason they said, well, it's going to be on the Monday this time because they're all looking at what people are buying in the States. Am I the only one that's skeptical about them predicting their biggest day well, no, for publicity purposes? No, they've got so much data to, to get yeah. this kind of information. I, think I guess, they, and the thing is, with, well. with auctions too, they know when they're all ending too. That's right. Well, a lot of auctions end, start and end on a Sunday, but in this case, I think people people would have listed a lot of products on the Sunday and then people are diving in on the Monday mm. to ensure that they get them in time for Christmas, which yeah, right. we're reaching that sort of the point of no return where if you, if you leave your shopping for another week online, you risk not getting it for Christmas. So yeah. that's why they're heading in pretty hard today, uh, this week. And I think eBay said they were going to have more than 2.6 million people visit the site that day. They're pretty good numbers for that's a That's like day. the combined uh, EFTM to like, right, tech, tech right. guide audience, isn't Absolutely. it? Absolutely, yeah, that's right. But uh, they were saying that it, in one day, 523 thousand items to be sold six wow. gifts sold per second 91 percent of items will be brand new that's that's a lot of people See, think oh, ebay's yeah. just all secondhand stuff mm. but there's a lot of new product people are selling you know um, big retailers are using ebay as a clearance stock as as just a, as just a store yeah. it's just another one of their their many stores and they're all a lot of the, most of the transactions uh, i think for the second time i think last year was the first time mm. are all done via mobile people are buying on their smartphones and tablets as well 
So a big day for eBay, a bunch of stats. You can read all about those stats at uh, techguide.com.au. The other thing that I saw this week was uh, uh, AVG, and I chatted to Michael McKinnon from AVG on uh, Your Tech Life podcast this week. You know, I mean, obviously there's always a bunch of stats and, and suggestions and things, but it was kind of just a touchdown reminder that, you know, you've got to, you do need to take it easy on, online leading up to Christmas because you are quite vulnerable. So simple things like buying from reputable sites, reputable businesses, um, using safe payment transactions, so you know, don't don't be using Western Union. Don't be you know paying in advance. Use your your Master Mastercard, Masterpass. Use your Apple Pay. Use your PayPal. Use solid payment um, methodology. Yep. Secure sites. You know, we we, yeah, we do just, forget to remind people sometimes yeah. that a secure site is the most important thing to to encrypt and very your data. Check. Very easy to check if it's a secure site with the HTTPS. Uh, that, that, that indicates it's got a, it's a secure site, so it's, your information is encrypted. And you got to remember that while all, everyone's shopping online. The cyber criminals, are, their eyes are lighting up, thinking, "Wow, look at all these potential victims out here," and they're going, for, they're going for broke. So, I think the one thing you got to do, is, I think, just use your common sense. Like, I've obviously checked to see that your site's reputable. There have been incidents where hackers have actually set up fraudulent sites that you would swear looked oh, like a legit site. It's the best form of phishing. Yeah. Incredible. So, be careful how you get to the site. If you're, if you're maybe linked to a site, there may be like a bogus sort of search term that they've promoted on Google that maybe take you to a dodgy site. Be careful how you get there but i think the big one too and we always say is you know have a strong password for your accounts and things like you know hackers are relying on us being lazy yeah if you if we are lazy we don't put any effort into our passwords then you know you're asking for trouble so have at least eight characters uppercase lowercase symbols numbers punctuation mix it up make it hard for them you are listening to two blokes talking tech and get some of those uh tips and advice at uh, techguide.com.au Well, today Apple have released yet another product. Haven't they released a lot of products this just year? Like overnight, so just just throw it out. Incredible, yeah. Well, in this case, it was the smart battery case that is, you know, how they sell their normal silicon cases. Well, it's basically a silicon case with a big lump in the back of it. Yeah, That's I was going to say it's a silicon case, but it's fugly. It's called the hunchback case. I mean, it's ugly, right? <laughs> it, 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 it's not as uh, subtle as you'd expect, but it does the trick. I don't feel like Johnny I've got to look at it. Maybe not. I think it might have been on Christmas holidays, maybe. But I think, in, but how many times have you heard people complaining, look, love my iPhone, but the, the battery lets me down. And it's, interestingly, this smart case is only available for the iPhone 6 and 6S, not for the 6 Plus, which is a bigger bigger device. So it, it doesn't even, uh, the battery capacity, I think, is about 1,900 milliamp hours. So it's not even going to have enough juice to re- recharge the iPhone completely again, but it'll get you probably three quarters. How are you if you're Mr. Mophie? Last night, you're sitting there and Apple releases a new a battery pack Wouldn't that directly worry. competes with you. You don't care? Wouldn't worry me because Mophie have got cases and it says it on the, on the packaging. It says 80%, so you know you're going to get 80% capacity, yep. and 100%, so you're going to get a full recharge, plus the Mophie case Apple's actually, look, well, actually it? looks pretty smooth. It, it looks... It, it doesn't... But it is a big... So this is the thing, right? The Mophie is a big pack. It feels big in your hand. Well, I think that's actually... When you get the bubble pack, and as we may call it, in, in the hand... The hunchback. I think you're the hunchback. You'll realise that it's still, it's still thin around the edges... And it's really only big at where the battery is, so I think that will be. You wouldn't even tell. I think that's an advantage. Side and it's uh, yeah. Whereas the Mophie is a big bulbous pack. Now 
also read today a few people speculating that it was it was patent based because Mophie owned patents to the mechanism they used to get it on and off and the, and the way yeah. they store the battery that Apple probably couldn't make a case that was similar but yeah but uh, one thing they have done though and I've tested a lot of these cases so in fact I've got the life proof free you know the one that's yes. the uh, waterproof case but it's also got the battery pack yep. it's actually surprisingly thin it's, I know it's I agree at all. Yeah, yeah. that's a really good case but in the in the case of the other cases yeah. all the all of the char- when you charge it it either charges the device first or yep. the case first right so you you could have to be sitting there if you want to charge the case and your phone yeah. you could be sitting there for twice as long right. whereas the apple case i was told today charges both the case and the phone at the same time using the lightning connector so it's charging wow. each of them at the same time so you're sort of halving your time that you're sitting around waiting for things to be charged. Well, that's so that, interesting. That may be the advantage. But it isn't, as you say, it's not as, as big a battery. You're not no. getting as much extra space. No. So, that, so to be warm, it's $165 as well. Yeah, sure. So it's, it's one of them. It's the second most expensive yeah. battery case you can buy. Although there are other cases that are, the Mophies are, are expensive, as expensive. You can get for 119 No, no, you can get them really? cheaper. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. Okay. So well, look, I, I, it's an interesting one for me. It's, it does strike me as strange that they need to continue to... to compete in the accessory range where there's others doing a pretty darn good job yeah. well, I don't know it's strange it's also, it's also kind of them admitting that you know what our battery might not be do as you good think, as we oh, think like I was the iPhone 6 it's for the iPhone 6 only yeah. so it might be them saying look if you're not happy with the battery here's oh, a case, case. pay yeah. another 165 bucks and get a case I just think I, well they'll never say that will they no. and, and I, I don't think it is a glaring admission I just think it's a, I think it's a, an acceptance that some people do Need it? Need more battery in their day, and Sorry, it's just probably just enough. Yeah, no, it's a very distracting a of, place uh, here at the event center. Uh, you know, lots of celebrities keep coming up to us and asking us for autographs. Yeah, but I just come on, boys, away. just please, mate. You're yeah. a you're a movie star. Leave us alone, <laughs> all right? And we don't want any champagne. The two no. blokes don't drink. No, we're, we're, we're not not much. No. Um, so uh, details about the new cases will be available online, and uh, you'll be able to read about those at techguide.com.au. Two blokes talking tech. You're listening to Two Blokes Talking Tech with Trevor Long. And we do it all each and every week. Thanks to the good folk at Netgear, netgear.com.au. Can't wait to get, uh, get over to CES and look at what Netgear's got coming next year. There's some, uh, there's some cool things coming and cooling, and ex- including an expansion of the Arlo range, the Arlo smart home security cameras, currently 100% wire-free. So these are so easy to set up, so easy to use. Four batteries connect to their own little wireless uh, router, and you can access your cameras anywhere in the world as long as you're on an internet connection. Any motion they detect at the times you need motion recorded will be recorded to the cloud, so you can watch it anywhere, anytime. Simple, easy to use. Netgear Arlo. They're available at JB Hi-Fi and all leading retailers. Check them out at netgear.com.au. So, um, Ruslan Kogan, for well, it's got to be ever since we've started been doing this, let alone longer, has been bagging uh, bricks and mortar retailer. Um, he has a couple of April Fools in a row. Jerry Harvey said to say hello yeah. as well. Um, a couple of uh, April Fools in a row. He's, he's, he's announced that he's launching a bricks and mortar retail store, but this week he actually did in Pr- Boy, in who cried wolf. Yes, this, in Paran in uh, in Melbourne. Um, he's actually launched a pop-up store. Now, not a, not a new concept. Samsung's done it. Heaps of people have done pop-up stores. It's basically cheap retail space that's un, unutilised, and you don't, you don't spend a lot of money on the branding. He's just put some TVs in the window and some signs on the wall. But essentially, it looks to me like he's just loaded the place with 
excess stock, maybe warehouse stock, and some of the hot items that are easy yeah. to sell, and he's just churning through the cash. Well, it's it's what you think about it. People, how many times have you been asked on radio, and I've been asked on radio, look, I want to buy Kogan TV, but are they any good? Yeah. You can't actually sit in front of one and watch it online, can you? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So here's an opportunity with the pop-up store for customers to actually sit in front of the TV and judge for themselves. I wonder if it's a toe in good. the water, or if well. it's just a stunt to get through Christmas and sell a bit more gear. I think it was a stunt. and it, Well, by gear, I mean excuse. TVs and things. Yeah, yeah, I think it was a stunt for just giving an excuse to make that video. It was the a very video. good... I've got to say, I'll that. give him credit, right? He's, he's not going to be at the Actor Awards no, tonight accepting any awards. What he did, so... And it was good. See, if you're, in, if you're in the internet industry, you understand there's a bunch of things go on, you know, cookie collection, data analytics. So what he did was he pretended to be the computer for a customer and he's basically stopped the customer from coming in the front door until he got an email address he offered the, he offered the customer a cookie. a cookie he was he was following the customer around writing down how long he spent looking at each thing it was a very smart little video very fun and well produced actually on, on Kogan standards um, but in the end you can walk in there and you can browse some, some products they're not going to have everything there because no. they've got millions of products but a selection you know what if you want to walk out with a TV not a bad way to Absolutely. do it if you're in Melbourne I guess but also a good way as I said to see it a lot of people will wonder oh yeah, okay, that's what a Kogan TV looks mm. like the screen's not too bad and I reckon he'll move a lot of product mate I think you you asked the question is this something that he's going to do in the future I doubt it very much maybe the pop-up concept could be yeah. a possibility good enough for Apple good enough for Samsung they're not doing too badly with, no. with bricks and mortar stores maybe this could be a foray into a new direction for him yeah. maybe we'll see him uh, trial it in other, you think about where where stores stores go broke and they, they, they close up and they put shutters up in Westfields and things you know if Kogan becomes like the guy Kogan becomes a guy they go to to get you know cheap rent and he doesn't have to fit it out but he gets a bit of exposure. He might and, he might drive a good deal. And you know what? The world doesn't start and end in Melbourne either. No. Ruslan, you know, Sydney, give us some love up here oh, as well. Hello. <laughs> yes. Anyway, so if you're in Melbourne, we'd uh, we can't get down there, but I'd I'd be curious to know what's in there and whether there's anyone around. So uh, if you are in Melbourne, go down, have a look, take some photos, send them up to the two blokes because uh, we're interested in uh, what Kogan's offering down there in his first ever bricks and mortar store. Two Blokes Talking Tech is supported by Dropbox, trusted by 8 million Australians to keep their files safe, synced and easy to share with anyone. Australian companies such as Bauer Media Group, Campaign Monitor, Shoes of Prey, Bellroy and Suntory use Dropbox for, for business to help their team members work together, no matter where they are or what tools they use. Get your whole team on Dropbox for Business today. Keep your information easy to manage and secure with a 30-day trial. Try it free at dropbox.com business. And it's so easy because anyone that's in your business that has used Dropbox will be familiar with it because because it's the, basically the same product for the users, but you you have administrative control over how the files are shared, ad, administrative access to it. You can delete them when they when the when the people leave your business, and a whole range of admin features that are exclusive to Dropbox for Business. Try it now for free. Dropbox.com/business. Now, you know it's getting towards the end of the year when uh, a lot of things, I think last week we spoke about, I think, did we mention the Spotify released their most streamed artists? Oh, I wrote about it on TechCoin anyway. But uh, now Microsoft's come up with the top Bing searches. Yes, Bing still is working very hard as a search. But we've got to remember, Bing's quite big in the US. It is. It's, it's certainly not as, not as small as it is in Australia. Yeah. But what they've done, and this is really interesting snapshot at the people and events 
that captured our our imagination, uh, that that really what, what showed what we wanted to find out more about the the news we search for. Uh, some really interesting results, like the sport was a very popular search for Australians. The Rugby World Cup, the Cricket World Cup final, Jared Hayne joining the NFL that was massive. Uh, the State of Origin that that was they were huge. But in terms of uh, in terms of celebrities, Taylor Swift took out the top spot and Jared Hayne was second. Jared Hayne actually outranked Kim Kardashian. Well, that's the, good. Uh, I feel, I feel good about that. That makes me feel yeah. good about life. But the top celebrity news searches were, have a guess of the top one, Princess Charlotte's birth. Oh, so the Royals. The, right, the royal birth the is always... A and the, the number two was the Justin Bieber photos. Now, oh, well, are you yes. aware of these photos? I'm aware of these photos, He yes. was snapped uh, at a summer holiday resort yes. uh, in his birthday suit. Yes. Let's just say yeah, it wasn't say, cold that day. Yes, uh, he didn't have any shortcomings that day, let's just say, as well. But uh, other issues that we, we talked about, the news and current affairs searches, this was a really interesting one. Netflix topped the searches. Because here in Australia, of course, we had Netflix for the first time back in March, yeah, yeah. and that actually beat out Star Wars. I'm a bit disappointed. You're filthy that. about it. Unbelievable. The Netflix. We haven't got Google Zeitgeist yet, so yeah, stand yet. by. But uh, you yeah, know, obviously, the Paris terror attacks was another search term. Malcolm Turnbull and the leadership spill back in September. Mick Fanning batting off that. Uh, not batting off. Uh, sm- <laughs> that sounds a bit. That sounds a bit odd. Waving off. What? What's yeah. the term? <laughs> fighting off. Up, fighting off, that's the term. Fighting off the great Bishop point. was there with a um, surprised helicopter, wasn't a second, yeah. second search well, term. That was number five, yeah. The Nepal earthquake. And same-sex marriage was also uh, number yeah. 10. So that's a lot, of, a lot of people that are keen to get that issue over the line as well. And, of course, a lot of people look back at the, uh, the celebrities and the, the, the sports stars that we, and actors that we lost this Bart year. Bart Cummings, only number 10. That's, that's Cummings, Richie's, yeah. Richie's number four. Richie's number four. Uh, Mike Gibson, who you know, I, I had the pleasure of working with at the telly when he was a columnist. Yep. I was sports editor back then. Worked with uh, 2GB, and, wonderful uh, He's bloke. a lovely fella. Sam DeBrito, another, another co- uh, former colleague of mine yeah, from right. News Limited, uh, was a cadet. Oh, I was cadets with him back at News. Uh, Leonard Nimoy uh, and, of course, the two... The two uh, oh, Bali Nine members, Maya and Sukumaran, yeah, so yeah. they were they were actually number one and number three. So uh, there you have it. The uh, main that's Bing what we searches. search for if you're a Bing user. But yes. Google will be out soon. Twitter did some numbers this week as well. Yes. But uh, it's, it's that time of year where, where where we could pretty much guarantee every it's year we, we're going to talk about uh, shopping, we're going to talk about Christmas gifts, yep. and we're going to talk about what we did this year because yep. the data around everything we do, everything we search yeah, for, everything yeah. we talk about, Facebook, Twitter, Google, Bing. They know more about what we're doing than anyone else. Absolutely. You are listening to episode 236 of Two Blokes Talking Tech. Two Blokes Talking Tech. You're listening to Two Blokes Talking Tech. With Trevor Long and Stephen Fennick. Well, Stephen, I was reflecting on an article I wrote in June 2011. And it was, I suggest that BlackBerry adopt Android. It only took them four and a half years. But for the last couple of weeks, I've been using the BlackBerry Priv, which is an Android phone. Is that, is that really how you broke your arm, mate? Or was it with the BlackBerry or was it really the scooter? <laughs> Which was it? Yeah, it's a big phone, new keyboard. You know, okay. how to get back to it. Pretty heavy. Pretty heavy phone. Um, so the BlackBerry Priv uh, has been available in the States for a little while. It's going to come to Australia early next year. They reckon they'll do the deals for some telcos probably early January. But essentially, it's a, it's a BlackBerry uh, device that is an Android full-screen, touchscreen smartphone, curved edges like the, like the Galaxy S6 Edge, not quite as defined curves. But then it slides up and exposes a keyboard. Now, 
it's actually an excellent device. It's probably a bit sluggish for my mind. It's probably not the number one, two, or three performance Android phone. But if you left BlackBerry, and you, if you loved keyboards, you left BlackBerry for Android, this could get you back. Yeah. Because it's an Android phone, all the apps you need, all the apps you use, but it's got a keyboard. Yeah. Now, my only issue is, the because the, it's a full screen, it's a big device, size of the iPhone 6 Plus, um, when you slide the keyboard, slide the screen up, it's quite he- top heavy. So the the keyboard is, you know, yeah. it's a small little tiny thing at the bottom. So it kind of so feels keyboard, like it's gonna keyboards at the bottom. Yeah, slides up so the the screen is sort of now the, the top now, two thirds yeah. of the device. And it, it's a bit and top it's, heavy. It's a bit top heavy. Okay. You also forget that you, you forget that it's there. So you're typing away on the on-screen uh, keyboard, and you go, "Oh, I could have done this on the on the actual keyboard." But damn. some shortcuts there that you might remember from the past book. You know, it's kind of like a touchpad as well, yep. so you can scroll with it. Um, the BlackBerry Hub is probably its its best feature. So a single app where all your emails, all your phone calls, all your Twitters, all your Facebooks are all in there. Plus, they're doing that thing that that Mailbox did, where you can kind of snooze things. So best feature of all is you get a uh, you have a missed call, you can swipe it and snooze it, and it'll remind you at a certain time or event. So when you're when you can Connect to your car's Bluetooth, it, it could remind right. you. When you connect to your home so Wi-Fi, it could remind is you. Is that part of Android? Or is that part of its own? That's part of BlackBerry. It's part of its own user yes. interface. Okay, cool. So, so makes sense, really you know. You think about companies that have their own UI, like HTC with Sense, yeah. for example, right? It's a good move on BlackBerry's part here because they they got the sort of the the, the the bedrock of Android, but then they got their own little UI on top of that, which like the hub you were talking yeah. about. And and how many people that use black? Oh, I use BlackBerry. You use BlackBerry. So many of us were BlackBerry customers. Right. I reckon they're they're a one good to you know solid device away from winning a lot of customers back. Right. And I reckon here's another prediction. If they want to look at this one, I reckon they should even look at having Windows on that device rather than just have an Android. I know Android's very very popular, but I reckon Windows 10 on a BlackBerry device yeah. would also be handy. So an interesting one, could be an interesting one in the enterprise space because that was where they were big, but won't be available till January. I've, I've taken a bunch of photos and written it up at eftm.com.au if you're interested. But, uh, yeah, check it out. The BlackBerry Priv, back next year. BlackBerry, will they be dominant? Probably not. Well, the government has already announced that uh, in the coming years, part of the school curriculum is now going to involve coding. So you think about the jobs of the future. We're talking app development and, and, and other and other tech-related aspects of, of that industry as well. So it makes sense then for uh, Apple, in this case, to support the Hour of Coding, which is actually this week. And it is part of the Australian Computer Science Week, where the Science Education Week, where they're offering the opportunity for kids to try try their hand at it to re, to to show them that it's actually not as complicated as a lot of people may perceive so it's like everything it's very simple to begin with and then can get as complex as you want but i think it's a great way for kids to possibly follow something they may not have considered like a parent may take their child along and this this could be something that they absolutely get right behind get really involved with and could turn into a career now, apart from doing the coding sessions at the Apple stores, all 22 Apple stores from on Thursday, which is today if you're listening to that now, but there are apps you can download, and I've put these all up at Tech Guide, that can actually give you coding lessons on the fly, and a lot of them are free. So you can learn how to make you make your own little games. You can publish little things as well. So little bite-sized little little uh, exercises to get you started. So 
well worth a look, I think, for for your kid. Like I think your well, kids I was will be say, too Jackson. Perfect. Jackson is eight turning nine um, in a week and a bit, uh, and he's in year three at school, and they're they're playing around with a thing called Scratch, which is from uh, MIT in the US, and they're making little apps. Now, a lot of them are just animations, but. It's yeah, it's it's an unbelievable interface. I got him to show me the other day what he was doing there, and it's you, you just drag and drop to create things, but then you can look back at how it's made. And you can actually see the code. It's very smart, and I'm very excited about that being the future. So good, good on the government for, for supporting it, and good on Apple for, for putting it yeah. into stores. And, and of course, they've just made Swift open source. So there's a whole Absolutely, bunch of things yeah. going on with with coding that make it a yeah. you know a big thing for the future because oh, yeah. it's one of those industries that's going to grow. I got, a, I got an email from the, the, the company behind it from uh, the, that are organising this hour of code and they said, oh, well, you know, really appreciate the, the exposure because it's not something that, that many of us talk about. In the, you know, but you, if you want to create an app, you've got to get a developer. There's no thought of learning this yourself and this yeah. is a way to do it, which I think is terrific. Good stuff. Uh, check it out, techguide.com.au. Two Blokes Talking Tech. You're listening to Two Blokes Talking Tech. With Trevor Long and Stephen Fennick. Now, we, we talked a couple of weeks ago about Dog and Bone releasing this uh, LockSmart padlock. Um, I got a hold of it this week. Um, Stephen, this is, I mean, I've, I've got the Kivo on my front door. This is essentially the same concept, and it works very, very well. The, the LockSmart, it's pricey, like $109 for the cheap one, $139 for the, for the big one. But here's what I like about it, Stephen. The app is uh, very easy to use, but you've got three different options for unlocking the padlock. You can either tap the screen which unlocks it. You can use your fingerprint to unlock the lock or you can put a passcode in. It works absolutely immediately. And the thing actually powers down. So there's a little battery on board which you can charge via USB. But it's not going to waste the battery. It'll last like 3,000 um, locks and unlocks because it kind of turns off, goes into sleep mode and you wake it up with a button on the bottom and then your phone will immediately connect to it. So, so your phone is the key. Your phone is the key. Your, your phone needs to be you know right within a direct Bluetooth range so that you mm. can unlock it. But of can't course, you remotely unlock it too? No, you can't remotely unlock it but I can if you're at my place, if you're at my place and I and you needed access to my back gate, I could SMS you a key. Ah. So I can send you a key via the LockSmart app. You download oh, the app yeah. and you've then got the digital key as well. So, so you, said you can use your touch, your, your fingerprint reader on your phone as as to make that the lock, right. or, right. or just the so having open, it within range. You open the app, you, you click because there's two locks, so I can choose the lock that I want to unlock, and then you tap the screen. It asks you your fingerprint to verify, and. Zzzz, opens up it's very very cool um it's a great little product it'll be available this month and uh, you can check it out at uh, eftm.com.au well Stephen, as we prepare for the i mean there obviously there's photographers waiting for us on the red carpet <laughs> there's women everywhere just waiting for yeah. obviously just our autographs i'm assuming that's what they want i don't know this, um, this woman just has to stop staring at me the whole time oh yeah no absolutely um <laughs> oh no it's that thing on your head um so it is time to indulge ourselves in Stephen's minute reviews and first up mate I bloody love this product. It was the uh, LG Cord Zero vacuum. Yeah, well, it's not every day we uh, we review a hand stick vacuum cleaner on Tech Guy, but I've got to say uh, the house was a lot cleaner for the experience. So we did. Uh, yeah, the, this, this is obviously competitive to the Dyson. I deliberately didn't mention the Dyson in my actual review because this deserves to stand on its own. It, it weighs two point eight kilos, so it's pretty slender. Uh, it's pretty light. It's, it, it can easily be. It, it can be. It can glide around easily on carpet and on on tiles and floorboards. And it's got an 18 volt motor, which lasts for 20 minutes on nor on power mode or 30 minutes on your regular mode. 
But what I like about it is it's got a little, the, the, the battery is actually detachable, a little lithium ion battery is detachable. Oh, so when a cordless you drill, out, isn't it? Exactly. So when you, you've got a spare on the actual charging base, so you just pull out the one on the charging base, bang it in, and then you've got a, you can go 20 minutes or 30 minutes again. Now, great for, and you know, Ziggy's, Ziggy and Logan at my place, to, to our two Dalmatians, we let them in the house at night to sit on the carpet in front of the TV. And every night we've got to vacuum the carpet. Now every night they ask to change the channel. Oh, they do, yeah. But anyway, afterwards, you know, they, they go to bed outside, and, and I using the Z- LG uh, the Core Zero vacuum cleaner, mate, smashed it. Got re- really easily to, to the, the suction on the on the vacuum cleaner easily picked up all the hair as well as the dye. We got the Dyson as well as well as the Dyson did. My only complaint is that the dust container is too small. It is. When, when you're doing a big clean, especially if you're cleaning for half an hour to an hour, you're going to fill that thing three times. So that's one of the hassles where you actually need to empty it. Uh, you know, you've got to t- take it into the bin, empty all the dust out of it, put it back together again. And I should add, it's a two-in-one vacuum cleaner as well. So not only can you use it as an upright handheld, it's also a, uh, sorry, it's also a detachable uh, ha- handheld mini vacuum cleaner as well. So you take it in the car, you can vacuum along the skirting boards and things like that. I think... When, and when I say this, I mean this is a compliment when it comes to vacuum cleaners. This product really sucks. That's a compliment. Uh, it is available now. It's priced at $449. You missed the most important feature. Headlights. The headlights, of course, yes. <laughs> that, that, that's handy when you're vacuuming under furniture and in dark corners. You can actually see what you're doing. That's very good point. I saw those. Four LED headlights. I saw those and went, I'm in. I'm done. Five stars. Two blokes talking tech. And Stephen, to wrap it up, yeah, we're talking about the Sony Xperia E4 smartphone. Now, this is available through Boost Mobile. This was actually part of my 12 days of Christmas gift ideas on Tech Guide. Uh, day one was actually smartphones. And we spoke about the Xperia E4. Now, we often talk about the iPhones and all, all the expensive Samsung phones, but not everyone gives a lot of thought to those entry-level phones. And part of that, part of my uh, my 12 days of Christmas, day one was the smartphone. The E4 is $129. It's got a 5-inch screen, running Android, 5-megapixel camera. I think it's a perfect gift if you want to maybe buy your child their first smartphone. So rather than spending $1,000 on an iPhone, not everyone can afford that. For those who want to give their child a, a, a good phone, it's got a dual-core a, a dual processor, uh, uh, so it's pretty quick. Running Android as well, running Android KitKat 4.4.4. I think that's definitely worth a try. Really nice design. That 5-inch screen is excellent. So $129, and it's available from Boost Mobile, boost.com.au. Check it out on the uh, 12 days of Christmas, day one, on techguide.com.au. And, Stephen, uh, I'm done. I'm exhausted. That's about as much as I'm allowed out at night. Uh, uh, I'm not sure I'm going to last through the awards. But, anyway, uh, Two Blokes Talking Tech, episode 236. Thanks to Dropbox and Netgear, Stephen. We'll be back again next week. Goodness knows where we'll find each other. Who knows? Well, they're calling us up the red carpet now, mate. All the photographers are waiting, and a lot of people are wanting to talk to us and, and pick our brains. Just want to get Hemsworth out of the way, you know, yeah, those kind of guys. Those you know. guys, yeah, of course. They're waiting for the two blokes. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Bring on the A-list. We'll That's be back it. next week. Talk to you then. Two Blokes Talking Tech. You're listening to Two Blokes Talking Tech. With Trevor Long and Stephen Fennick.